0: I would tell you. I'd like to tell you a crazy story that I heard this week. Um, there was a uh, city in like Germany. Now I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's like it's like B U Z C A C Z. You know, how to, you know how to pronounce it, Dama, Buskaski or something like that. I don't know. In any case, there was a uh, 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 Nazi general Yemachim and he was in charge of going through every mikveh. Every ladies' mikveh, every mikveh, and closing it down for the Jews, closing it down. Everyone, boom, 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 boom. There was one place in Germany where he did not close the mikveh, and that was this place, Buskaski. So when they uh, eventually, over the years, they asked him, "I don't understand. Every single mikveh you destroyed, except the one in Buskaski. Why did you leave that?" To be. He said, he said like this because I'm a contractor, and before the war, they needed help. They needed me to dig out a hole, they needed me to dig out something, and I went ahead and I built it basically. I built this, I built the surrounding, I built the housing, I built everything. He said, and I couldn't see my handiwork being destroyed. I couldn't see my own labor being thrown in the garbage. I I couldn't destroy what I made. I couldn't destroy what I made. I couldn't do it. You know what this lesson is? This lesson is a lesson that we learn from Bikurim. What is Bikurim? Now you're going to look at me like Chinese. What's Bikurim? Everybody knows now that what? It's the new fruit. A person, again, a pomegranate, a date, a fig, these things Olives. are the seven species. Olives, if, the, if they grow up, if they grow, the second they blossom, you have to put like a rubber band around it and you have to wait until it blossoms and that's the one that you're going to give away to the, to the Kohen and the Beit HaMikdash. Now think about it. Imagine you're a farmer. You're working the soil you're, every day. Imagine, think about you. Think about the grandmothers or the mothers, how they, they build a, you know, they want to make tomatoes, you know, and, they, and all day they make tomatoes. Finally, you look every single day in the backyard, you have a small garden, look, I got my first tomato, I'm so excited, I'm going to make a pizza with this uh, tomato sauce, I'm going to make tomato, and what happens all of a sudden, imagine now you tell the lady, oh, by the way, that first tomato, by the way, you, you see that blossom, by the way, that, that's for me, not for you. Oh, what, what do you mean, I'm waiting for six months for one, one, one time to come up, I finally saw a blossom, now I got to give it away? You know what the Torah is teaching us with this? The Torah is teaching us with this. You have to understand that it's all HaKadosh Baruch Hu that's giving us the gift. And that, that means that, that, that first fruits that come out, the pomegranate that comes out, you're anticipating for it. Wow, wow, wow. Hashem says, no, 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 no. One second, one second. That's mine. What do you mean, what? Whoa, you have to train yourself. One second, one second. Is anything in, yours, is anything in, in life yours? It's all Hashem that gives you as a gift. You have to remember what God gives you is a gift and everything you have is a gift. Even the human body, the fact that you're healthy is a gift. You know, scientists medically, they did a science experiment, said medically it's impossible for a person to ever stay healthy. It's impossible. The body is so complicated that everything should go wrong. The, the chances of you coming out healthy every day, it's impossible. That, that's itself is a gift. The fact that you could see vision, how does it even work? That you can see with your eyes, something very far, and then something very close. You know, in the night vision, you, you have everything. You have night vision, you can see in the night, you can see, it's, it's a wild thing. Your pupil goes bigger, your pupil goes smaller, it's wild. The whole thing is miracles. And therefore, by us giving the Bikurim, it's showing to God, we're saying, Hashem, everything belongs to you, God. Everything belongs to you. And anything that I have, Hashem, is all a gift. And you have to remember that. You're married, your wife is a gift. Your wife is the best gift, by the way. Yeah, maybe some people don't agree with me on this one, but at the end of the day, it's a fact. She's a, she's your lifetime partner. She's your lifetime partner. And it's a gift that God gave you. And deal with the gift that Hashem gave you. It's a beautiful gift. Everything that we have in life, children are a gift. Some people don't have. Hashem gives us gifts. And everybody should have the children, but at the end of the day, everything is a gift from God. Everything is a gift from God. That's what it is. Our whole being is a gift. That, the fact that we're alive. You know, Allah Abba is a gift from Hashem. You know that? Gan Eden, Ulam Abba is a gift from Hashem. Think about it. Technically, speaking, technically after 120 years, but technically speaking, why does, ha- why does after God have to give you the greatest reward? After 120 years, the greatest reward re- awaits. And therefore, you're not allowed to test God in this world. You know why you're not allowed to test God? There's only one thing you're allowed to test Hashem with. That's Ma'asir. The only one thing you can test Hashem is with 10% giving. They could guarantee, rest assured, that your reward will come in this world. But everything else, you're not allowed. You're not going to get the reward from this world. But you're getting a of the reward of coming, whatever. I'm not going into that now. But at the end of the day, why you not test God? Because the reward is so great. The reward is so great that what? That Hashem, even if... I told you this once. A guy came into a, to a newsstand, right? He came in, and he's buying a, a, a taffy. How much is a taffy? Uh, five cents. The, the kid comes in with a $100 bill. He wants, uh, he wants to buy a hey, $100, well, 5%. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I could give you the change, but you know, this is uh, too. Then the next day, he comes in with a, with a, with a check. $100,000 check. Where'd you get this? I, fa- I found it on my father's desk. This, that I want to buy one taffy with it. Huh. He's going to be able to buy one taffy with $100,000? Rip off. There's no way. The, the owner will, will, will never do that. Well, I'll never do it because it's overpay. Same thing over here. By God... There's no reward that could ever pay for one mitzvah in this world. So therefore, he has to wait. It's all in the next world, because it's overpay. It's underpay. Schar <laughs> mitzvah leka. Reward for a mitzvah in this world is not. Why is it not? Because it's underpaid. It's underpay. You can get. It. You, you can live 120 years happy and healthy and with all the money in the world. It's still underpay for one mitzvah, and that's why you have to understand. Even Olam Ba and Gan Eden is a gift from God that He gave us. It's a gift that He gave the Jewish people. It's a gift that He gave us that the reward is tremendous. And that's why we have to always thank Hashem and we have to embrace and have that kindness. And the Bikurim, the first fruit, is teaching us that lesson. You're finally anticipating, yeah, 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 Very good, my fruits are finally coming back. Wait, give that to the Beit now. Give that to Hashem because you have to remember everything God gives us is a big gift from Hashem.